Kusum encountered her greatest challenges at the end of her son's reign. Ibrahim had surrounded himself with a number of power-hungry concubines and wives, every bit as ambitious as his mother. His concubine, Sechiapara, in particular, had significant influence over him due to his overwhelming attraction and preference for her. The story of how she entered the palace is worth recounting. Ibrahim had, over time, developed a preference for full-figured women. He then commissioned his advisers to find for him the largest woman in the world to add to his harem. What they found was a woman nicknamed Sechepara, Sugar Cube, an Armenian woman weighing 300 pounds, an unimaginable size for anyone in the 17th century. Due to Ibrahim's obsession with her, she became quite influential and had his ear on political matters, much to the dismay of Kusem Sultan. She smothered him with attention, both figuratively and literally. According to legend, Sechepara told the Sultan that one of his concubines was plotting against him, but she did not know which one. Despite having some of the girls in his harem tortured to give up this information, Ibrahim was unsuccessful in discovering the identity of the fictional woman who betrayed him. In a fit of rage, the Sultan ordered his entire harem to be bound, sacked, weighed down, and thrown into the Bosphorus. Only a handful of women were spared, including Sechepara and Tohan Hatice, who birthed his first son. As Ibrahim increasingly came under her influence, Kusum's standing in the palace diminished. She left the imperial palace to live in a summer house within the city. Kusum began to scheme with Grand Vizier Sali Pasha to dethrone her mentally unstable son. The Sultan's advisers learnt of this plot and moved his mother to the more remote Iskander Jalebi who had failed to manage state affairs properly. Military leaders conspired to have the new Grand Vizier killed. They, along with the new chief legal jurist and other leading officials, obtained the Queen Mother's consent for his dethronement. She did so, but first tied up the loose ends that kept him attached to power. Kosem had Sachirpara strangled. She told Ibrahim that she had died unexpectedly. By then, several of his concubines had given birth to sons, which meant the Ottoman lineage could live on, and Ibrahim was expendable. She secured his deposition, execution, and replacement by his seven-year-old son Mehmet IV in 1648. Kusem again ruled the empire as regent through her grandson. He was the ideal sultan through which to rule. Mehmet was too young to effect change at the beginning of his reign, and when he finally came of age, was completely disinterested in government affairs. Mehmet's primary concern was with hunting and leading parties out on long expeditions. During his four-decade reign, he delegated most of his duties to his chief advisers. His hands-off reign had the unintended consequence of permanently altering the office of the sultan and weakening it considerably. But it left those in his court and inner circle with considerably more power, particularly Kusem Sultan, who was now entering her third decade of rule. In recognition of her unique role in leading the empire through generations of royal males, she received the exalted title Biyuk Valide, the grandmother of the sultan.
But holding power in Ottoman politics was always a difficult affair, and required assembling a messy coalition of military figures, administrators, members of the ruling dynasty, and the religious elite. Kusem knew that her position was never completely stable. She finally met her match in another royal mother. This former concubine was equally skilled as the queen grandmother in her ability to manipulate the court. Valide Sultan Turhan Hatice, the mother of Mehmet IV. She rightly believed Kusem to be plotting to have him removed so that another of her grandsons could rule, particularly one with a less ambitious mother.